Welcome back to the show, guys. It's Castle Council time. Let's get on with it. All right, guys, it's the first show of 2020 of the new decade. I can't actually believe it's the first show of the year. We did a show earlier, but it was more the boxing show. It wasn't an actual Castle Council show. Um, this is the actual first, first Castle Council show, and we're ready in April, the 1st of April. April's full for those. Um, yeah, it's, um, it's been a crazy year. For me, and I'm sure for a lot of you, and right at this moment in time, we are in the middle, and I, well, not really in the middle, actually, we're in the beginning, in the first part, actually, of a three-week, 21-day lockdown for this uh, virus that is literally taken over the world called uh, coronavirus. Um, coronavirus is literally devastated everything. It's um, taken lives, and, and, and literally the entire world at the moment is in lockdown. Uh, quite a crazy idea and quite a crazy th thought to think that after last year, I'm sure a lot of us were actually thinking, damn it, it can't get worse than last year. can't get worse. We've had bad years. This is the year that things are going to change. And by all accounts, I think we started the year off quite well. I think um, everybody started the year quite well. Um, and it's just gone from there to this terrible virus, literally taking over. And the biggest problem with this virus is that, um, is that it's very contagious. Not so much the fact, I mean, and, and there's been lots and lots of stuff gone around that people saying that the virus, you know, is taking lives and... And we know that it's it's uh, it's a quite a serious thing, but it's not doesn't it hasn't taken more lives in a lot of other things. And there are a lot of graphs and people posting up stuff all over the show saying that the virus is um, it's deadly and uh, it's not as deadly as a lot of the other things that we've got going on in the world in terms of normal influenza and and malaria and all that kind of thing. But it's a lot more contagious. And the biggest problem with the virus is obviously the fact that it it attacks. Uh, people with immune deficiencies, uh, which means guys with TB, AIDS, um, and, and any, any lung problems, asthma, uh, they are in serious, obviously, serious jeopardy of, of being hurt by this virus. And that's the, 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 what's scaring everybody, and obviously what is a concern for the entire world right now. And not taking anything away from what the virus does, uh, and the fact that it's so contagious, but what's happened is it was left and now got to the point of where the entire world is on lockdown and we, and we have everybody running around pretty much scared of, of what's going to happen. Um, yeah, uh, crazy, crazy times. Um, also, what's happening is, luckily enough, and I say luckily enough because I think that we got ahead of it because we had seen what the rest of the world had done. We got ahead of it a little bit in that we call, called for the closure of schools and we got people sort of staying at home a little bit sooner than most most countries. Um, and we also uh, went into lockdown before a lot of other countries did. So hopefully it will have a benefit to us moving forward. The reality, though, 
is that we are not like the rest of the world. And what I mean by that is that the rest of the world, I'm talking about your, the ones that have really been hit hard, the China, Italy, Spain, uh, the UK, and of course the USA, which has now taken over, uh, what are they on, 140 confirmed cases, 2,300 deaths. And as, as I say it right now, it could probably could change in a minute's time. And, uh, and that's the concern. Spain's at 7,000 deaths. I don't even know what Italy was. Italy was a crazy amount at one stage. Let's see, Italy was on 11,500 deaths. So we got a case of 740 confirmed cases around the world, 755 cases as it stands, 36,500 deaths as I talk right now, uh, and 202 countries and areas that have got the coronavirus. So 202 places that have got the coronavirus at the moment. America heading it with 140 cases. Uh, we got ahead of it a little bit. We've only got a high, 1,326. We had three deaths only. And I think we've got ahead of it slightly. Um, whether we got ahead of it in enough time. Because what's happened now in this country and what's quite strange and I think what the rest of the world now is going to get to see it from South Africa point of view is that we live in a third world country. Uh, we don't have the luxuries of um, the rest of the country has in terms of financial debt relief, all those sort of things. We sit with a mass, first of all, mass a lot of unemployed people. And then we sit with a, a lot of people that sit in the labor force uh, criteria. And those guys, I mean the guys that are on the bottom line, the guys that are earning wages, week-to-week -week wages, the guys that are, um, and, and an example would be a guy that uh, digging trenches, taking your refuse. Those guys are still working at the moment, the refuse guys. But the guys that dig trenches, the guys that uh, wait at tables, um, yeah, bartenders, and, and, and the, the bottom line guys, uh, your assistant plumbers, your all those sort of, the labor force, in, in, in a nutshell, the labor force, your wage earners. Those guys have got no relief. And uh, two weeks ago, uh, Sir Ramaphosa went on our president and he told us not to panic and he put in, in place certain criteria for us moving forward. And then he came out again a week ago and he announced the lockdown and said that there will be certain relief for small businesses. And I'm not going to go into what he's going to give us in terms of what, or what he's promised the small businesses. What I am going to go into and what is annoying me is, this, is the fact that he's given no relief. There has been no relief for the labor force. And what I mean by that is the guy that, and when I say labor force, I'm not just talking about the guy that's, I don't know, sweeping the street. I'm not talking about the, the guy that's got his own business, a sole, sole proprietor. Uh, like me, I'm a sole proprietor. And there's a lot of them, guys that do what they do on a month-to-month -month basis. And what they do, they get, they're charged for. Uh, that's all they can do, and that's what they do do. Not all they can do, it's what they do. And they make a living out of it. And successfully, or on the breadline, they still make a living out of it. Now, all of a sudden, you've said that those businesses are no longer allowed to, to continue working. We have to close our shops. We have to go home. And there's been no relief offered to anybody. And that's a mass part of this country. It's a huge part of this country. Um, in those people, and, and, and it, has a, it has a roll-down effect. So let's just take an example of, of um, uh, let me just think of, of, of somebody I can just, let's just take uh, the restaurant manager, not the owner, the manager. So he works at a restaurant and he, the restaurant's now being forced to close. And obviously a restaurant needs turnover to pay its staff. It doesn't just have huge surpluses. 
so that manager now can't earn. Now that manager, because he works in a restaurant, he's maybe married and he's got a somebody, a domestic that comes and cleans his house and maybe he has a gardener that comes once a week and mows his lawn and um, maybe he has a, a caregiver. I don't even know. But I'm just giving examples. All those people are not going to earn any money now. So all the way down that chain, those people are not earning money. And there is no relief for those people. They, there's been no offering of how they're going to get earned. They can't earn. So what does the, the manager, so now we, we go back and we look back and how, how could this change and how could we not allow this to happen? How could we help the situation? So my idea was this, and what I, I think that this is where the president failed us, is that right now that manager has to, has to pay his rent. He's, he's wherever he lives. He, I don't think he, if he doesn't own his place, he rents his place. And a large portion of the population on that line rent places. So he rents his place. In turn, so does the domestic worker and the gardener and the caregiver. They all rent their places. Now, at the top end, the guy that owns the restaurant is, well, he also rents the restaurant. He, re he rents the place that's in the center or in a, some place where he runs a restaurant from a house, whatever, but he rents that. Now, no one's given, no landlord no t has, has gone back and said, okay, uh, the banks have offered mortgage relief and, and paid holiday, what's it called, holiday, payment holidays. They've offered those, and a couple of banks have come, but they're, they're quite a few, they're quite strict in terms of what makes you qualified for it, which I think is quite ridiculous, because if you were in, if you were, on a tight line originally, can you imagine where you're going to be now anyway? But they are this quite rigid in terms of what they offer and for you to qualify for that relief. But anyway, the banks have offered these reliefs. Now, I don't see or hear the landlords offering those to their tenants now. I haven't seen that and I haven't heard it. And I've asked the question and maybe I'm wrong and tell me if I'm wrong or send me a note or put it on, my, my, on the Facebook page. But I haven't seen a single landlord pass on that goodwill. I haven't seen a landlord pick up a phone and go, listen, Joe, don't have to worry about paying rent on your, on your, on your flat, on your townhouse where you stay, because I've been given a mortgage uh, relief or a paid holiday uh, from my bank, so you don't have to pay me, and, and as long as I get it, you get it, so we can help each other. So that guy now doesn't have to worry about forking out that rent. He could possibly pay a little bit of money to his domestic, maybe not the full wage, but he can pay a little bit to her can pay a little bit to the gardener, pay a little bit to their caregiver, pass it on, pass it forward as such. So all we've had is the banks giving us relief, giving some people relief, those that own properties, and I haven't seen that paid forward. I haven't seen, I haven't seen a, a noticed a moment. In actual fact, I know of, of uh, a Brol, uh, Brol Properties have actually sent letters to their tenants in their building saying, you will pay your rent. So they've basically said, fuck you. Uh, accelerate properties in the four ways area have not given anybody rolled it back. And I don't know anybody now that rents a townhouse, flat, a house in the area that has been offered that from their landlords. So the banks have offered their holidays, but I don't see that anybody else has offered that back. It's literally stopped. Now, I don't understand that. I understand how that if somebody is giving relief, as a, as a gesture, why isn't that being paid forward? Why aren't people paying that forward? And this is where the government failed us. This is where the government should have come out and said, you know what, guys? We are now going to institute paid holiday for the next three months. No mortgage, loan repayments, no rentals need to be paid. Where you live is free because that, it, it's a pass-on pass thing. It's a pass-on effect. 
They've done it in all the other countries overseas. But our, our president, Mr. Ramaphosa, hasn't come forward and offered that. So for me, he's failed the labor force. And the labor force for me is a massive part of, of this country. It's a massive part of his electoral. It's a, it, ma it makes up a huge part that voted this man into power. And he's completely forgotten them. He's completely forgotten them in where they're going to earn. So we're sitting now day six into this quarantine. And uh, it hasn't hit these guys yet. Because these guys get paid weekly. They got paid last Friday. Are they going to get paid this Friday? I seriously doubt they're going to get full wage, if any wage. Then we're going to see the hysteria setting. Then we're going to see the problem setting where these guys now suddenly are hungry. They can't feed their families. What do you think they're going to do? Come on. We are going to see complete... Uh, I, I don't even know what the word is for it. It's going to be a complete mess. That's what it is. The simple word is a mess. These guys are now going to start looting shops. They're going to start robbing. They're going to go into the shops that are open now and start stealing. Because what are they supposed to do? And I don't blame them. Because no one is passing forward the goodwill. Because our president didn't make it an instruction across the board. He just said, this is the situation and left it up to the big institutions like the Standard Banks, Ned Banks, First National Banks, the APSAs, to, to come up with their own idea of how they're going to help. And they, and they offered help, but it's not real help. Come on, guys, don't be, don't be fucking foolish. It's offering, the, off, offering help to the people that, are, that have those properties. It's no forward planning. There's no one going, I got the relief, I'm going to pass it down to my tenants because I haven't seen it. It's the 1st of April, debit orders are going off, rentals are due. I have not seen a single person say they got it. I haven't seen a single person advertise that they're doing it for their tenants. It's nowhere to be seen. And let me tell you something right now. If you own a property, or if you're renting a property, whether it's for business or for personal use, I, I ask you not to pay that rent. I ask you to hold your rent, inform your landlord that you will not be paying it at the moment due to the fact that you are in lockdown and are not earning. If you are earning and you're still working right now, because there are some people that can and there are some people in essential services that are still working, okay, pay your rent. I mean, that's, that's the fair thing to do. But there's a huge, huge portion of us that are not doing that, that can't earn. And I'm asking everybody to stand together now and refuse to pay that rent. Refuse to pay those payments because that is what should be happening. There should be a pass on and the government should have done that to protect the people. And it hasn't. It's let us down. And we're going to see the ramifications of that as this goes on. Because if we're on 21 days, they're talking about the lockdown. And there's a lot of rumors going around that it's going to be extended. We are going to have a serious problem out there. We've got the army on the streets and the police on the streets. And uh, these guys are going to not want, not willing to, to listen to them. They're going to want to go and get food. They're going to want to be able to survive because effectively that's their right. And there's going to be a mess. All because the government didn't step up. Now everyone's praising the Maposa for his brilliant speech because he spoke so eloquently. What the fuck has that got to do with saving a nation? You're putting us in lockdown so we don't get this virus spread. But you haven't saved us. You've just dug a bigger hole for us to try and get out of this when this virus is gone. If you want to put us in a hole, then, then help us. That when, when this is over, there's light. You've given us nothing. You've just dug the hole deeper for all of us. As South African citizens and anybody that praises and thinks that what's happened right now and what, and what is happening is a good thing, wake the fuck up. Because it's not. We are in for a hiding in this country. We're a third world country. 
they say the guys are not listening in the townships and they're still going out, they're still doing their thing. That's because there's a lack of education. Half the stuff we learn about at the moment, and I'm talking about people on the, on the, maybe on the, in, the, in the middle income bracket and high income bracket, are learning this stuff from their friends, from being sent the stuff via Facebook or WhatsApps. Or, and then there's a lot of fake news, so you're not really sure what's true. Where's the education coming from? Where's the mass understanding as to what this can be, can be done and can't be done? And where's the clarity in exactly how we're going to help and how we're going to get through this? There hasn't been. It's been very, very poor. Uh, sitting on and doing a, a TV broadcast twice now in the last two weeks about this is not enough. Okay? We have not seen it. We have not seen enough of it. There hasn't been enough push in terms of the rules and regulations. They came out with the rule and regulation that if you leave your house, you have to have a face mask and gloves on. I've been out and I've seen there's people that are walking around with nothing. What's the point of having a set of rules if it's not been enforced? And more importantly, what's the point of having a set of rules if people aren't given the rule book? We haven't been given this rule book. And we haven't been given it clearly. And, and, and Elizabeth, have you had anybody seen that this rule book written in all official languages, 11 languages? I haven't ever seen it written in English. God help the people that actually can't speak one of the English. Because that's the language that it's sort of going out on. God help them. Yeah, so that's my rant about the coronavirus setup and, and, and where we are in terms of the, where we are as, a, as, a, as an economy and what the government's doing for us and what it's not doing for us. In terms of the actual lockdown itself and, and being in, in this quarantine phase where we are, where a lot of people are on their own, I'm on my own and I know a lot of people that are on their own, some have got um, their partners with them or their kids with them and then there's parents out there that haven't got their kids with them. And that's another concern that has come out of this is that they, they only announced the, the sharing of kids after we were in lockdown. So we had parents that, were, that share their kids a week on, week off, or however it is, they, they share their, their children. And only after we went into lockdown did the minister come out of social development, come out and say, your kids can't be moved. Now what kind of fucking logic is that? That you'd announce after the time that we're already in lockdown, that your kids can't be shared. Now what happens if the kid was at the parent's house that is not the parent that looks after them full-time. And they were just there for a couple of days because there was no clarity in terms of what, what was going to happen, which I know has happened in a couple of cases. What happens now to that child and that parent and the one that, that has been looking after the kid on a full-time basis is suddenly now without their child? That is a fucking huge fuck-up. It's an irresponsible move by the government, completely irresponsible move to do that to parents and children after we're in lockdown. So the social Minister of Social Development, whatever the fuck you are, whatever your title is, you have fucked up wholly. And that goes for the rest of the government in terms of the kids and where the kids are in terms of their welfare and their well-being. You failed the children as well, just so you know. Um, I think it's the most ridiculous thing. And I know parents out there that are hurting because of this rule or this law that came out three days later. Um, and my sympathies are with you, and, and, and I know how what you're feeling, because I'm not with my kids either right now, and I miss them, and I know there's other parents out there that are in a worse state than I am, uh, and I, as I say, I, I feel for you, and I'm, I'm fucking irritated by this whole situation, because I just think again, another place where the government has just fucking failed us. How do you go into something without any plan, and then when you've got a plan, or you've got a structure, go and fix it when you fuck it up. Don't just... Keep building on top of it. This other thing now that I had a rant about is the essential 
essential buying, whatever they call it. You, you can only buy essential things. Now, essential means what you need to survive. So they've decided that you can't buy uh, anything that doesn't fall within essential. So you can't buy, like, let's say you've got a light bulb blows in your house and you can't go and buy another light bulb. Say you've got an appliance and the plug blows or the lead burns out. You can't buy electrical or you can't buy plugs. Let's say you need chlorine for your pool because your pool has an issue or there's lighting and it goes green and you need chlorine. Whatever it is, okay? You can't buy those things. Somebody posted other day on Facebook. I saw a, a, a friend of mine posted he went to try and buy a humidifier for his children because his children suffer with asthma. So he needed to get a humidifier because the humidifier he had, had given up. That he was refused, he couldn't buy a humidifier. It wasn't essential. But at the same time, they say that we can buy sweets, chocolates, chips, ice cream, pastries, cakes. Is that essential? Does it even make fucking sense to you people? It doesn't make sense to me. Now, great, they started with a rule, and I understand they had to have a rule set, but after like two, three days, you have to realize that there's certain things that people require in order to keep living. You put us in our homes. You've locked us in our homes. Surely we're allowed to have those homes to be as comfortable as possible for the duration of 21 days in that we can turn a light on and we can use our appliances and we can make sure that our, our family is, being, is a right in some kind of sense in a, in a clean environment or in, a, in an environment that works. Come on, man. You've got to have a little bit of logic. And this goes down to a case of fucking no logic at all okay no one's thought past their asses they've just created a set and gone that is the way it is but let me tell you when the first minister needs to buy a light bulb when the first minister needs to get something for his family then we will see how things change quickly when they need it but no one's gone back and thought about this or made changes or amended things so that it makes it a, a little bit more comfortable for everybody stuck at home now they've done nothing they've left us and let us down so um, I do see that in the next week we're going to start seeing an uprising of some sort, whether it comes from the townships first or whether it comes from people in, in the neighborhoods. Uh, I definitely think there's going to be an uprising. There's going to be anger. I mean, you can't buy cigarettes. You can't buy alcohol. I understand limiting it, but for Christ's sake, to people, some people are dependent upon cigarettes. I'm not a, I don't smoke and I don't agree to it, but there are people that are dependent upon these things. And now you're just pulling the plug on it. And... You expect them to buy enough for three weeks when a lot of these guys are probably wage earners. Come on, man. Wake. Government, wake the fuck up. You are killing us as a society. The virus isn't killing us. You are killing us. So, yeah, that's my rant. I've gone back in and out of this rant about the government because I just keep remembering things now. So, excuse that. But uh, while you're on in quarantine, remember, guys, in order to keep, a, you know, keep yourself as sane as possible, create a routine, get up every morning, get dressed. Do some exercise in the morning. If you'd like to, you can join me. I've got to work out every morning at 9 o'clock. If it doesn't work for you for 9 o'clock, maybe you're still working at home, do something later. But create a routine that you can stick to because that's the best way to remain sane in this. Don't just sort of flop from one place to the other, not really having a plan. Try and give yourself some structure. Try and give yourself routine so that you can come out of this sane. Spend time talking to your friends. There's so many ways now with social media. It's, we have so many, the WhatsApp video call, the messenger video call. There's these apps, house party, there's all going around. I'm not saying one's better than the other, one's worse, or maybe there's one that's got a bug. I don't even know. All I'm saying is there's lots of ways that we can still remain in contact with each other. I applaud 
you and and I, I beg you to keep that happening. Keep keep making contact with people. My friends have, have have kept me sane, and hopefully I've kept them sane as well by just keeping in contact with everybody. So yeah, stay strong, South Africa. And if you're not in South Africa, wherever you are around the world listening to this, stay strong in your lockdown because I know that everyone's in a lockdown somewhere. Be strong, and uh, together we can beat this virus, but only if we get the support that we need as individuals from the people that are supposed to be looking after us, and that's our government. So with that, I'd like to, to close off, as I always do, by saying it's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice, particularly right now. Be nice to everyone out there. My name is Stephen Castle, and I don't give a fuck.